When it comes to business, it's easy to think that the answer to growth lies in going deeper down the rabbit hole of more knowledge, strategies, and resources. And while I can totally understand that impulse, and hey, I've been there too, what I've found to be true is that it isn't always about the business. In fact, sometimes the thing that's standing in the way of breaking through that income plateau has actually been there the entire time, waiting for you to be ready to do an entirely different kind of work. That's why in today's episode, we're going real deep on how to leverage your personal healing journey into business growth. If you're someone who would much rather bury your head further in the business, or you've been feeling stuck and unable to reach that next level, this episode is for you. One note before we dive in, I did want to give a bit of a trigger warning that one of the guests shares a story of her own trauma and sexual assault, and while I believe it's incredibly valuable, I also wanted to give a heads up in case anyone else has trauma that would be impacted by this. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Joyce Weber the mindset coach and business mentor that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily and the results you see because of it. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. My guests today are Laura and Betsy. Betsy and Laura are transformational business and branding coaches on a mission to empower women with the tools and motivation they need to turn a spark of an idea into a full-fledged business and sought-after brand. Born from the ashes of burnout, Luscious Hustle was created to redefine what it means to hustle as an online entrepreneur. In less than a year, they harnessed their passion to build a six-figure business that supported the lifestyle and time freedom they craved. Laura and Betsy, welcome to One Simple Shift. Thanks so much for joining me today. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for having us. Yeah. Thanks for having us. I am so excited to chat. So I read your bio, but I would love to just hear in your own words, what it is that you guys do and why you do it. Well, we are, we are transformational branding and business coaches. That's probably like the most um, succinct label, but you know, really what we do with our business luscious hustle is that we, you know, we help women explore building a business, like discovering their purpose, creating a business that they love, and then manifesting the luscious life of their dreams. And this often requires a lot of both strategy um, which we have, we have strategy for days, but then also a lot of deeper inner work and healing. And those are the two pieces that we get most excited about putting the, you know, having those two, those two things fall together in lockstep is really what's most exciting for us because it's honestly one of the biggest, I'm going to say like air quotes, excuses or limiting beliefs that, that holds women back in business. They think that they need to heal themselves or that they need to get their ducks in a row, get certain things happening in their life. They need more time, more money, fill in the blank before they can start to really live in their purpose and build a business around that. And it's just simply not true. You can actually do the two things simultaneously. Well, and you should do them simultaneously in order to be really successful and also feel that deeper fulfillment. Mm -hmm. Ooh, I love that so much. So good. So how did you 
end up with this business. So how did you find your path and sort of create the business that you have today? Well, it's actually a funny story. So Laura and I share the same last name, Milne, which is not a very typical last name, but we are not related. We actually are two random strangers that met in an Instagram DM way back in the summer of 2016. And I share that because I think, you know, especially in this new normal that we're living in, this COVID-19 world, um, there's so many opportunities that are out there for all of us, your listeners, you, me, Laura, there's so many opportunities available to us if we're just willing to open ourselves up and see outside the typical path that is usually put right in front of us. So Laura found me on Instagram, shot me a DM. This was way back in the OG days when I didn't even know what a DM was at that point. Like the red light came up and I was like, oh, this is cool. Oh, this chick has the same last name. Oh, she's from Calgary. I have family from Medicine Hat. Like there were all these little, you know, little sparks that were there. And she was working with a product partner that I actually had been looking at for my own health coaching business. And so we quickly moved from the Instagram DM into having a conversation. I signed up with her network marketing team. We started having conversations with each other once a month talking about network. It was supposed to be about network marketing, but really we were talking about business and branding. Um, and about seven or eight months later, I had this crazy idea that I wanted to start a podcast, not a business. I had health coaching and she had network marketing, mm. but I really wanted to have a podcast and I really wanted to talk about like cool and interesting topics in the business world with entrepreneurs. And I had this idea. I called Laura. I was like, so I know this is random. Are you in? She said yes immediately. Uh, had no clue what we were doing. And two weeks later, we were live on iTunes. And it took us a whole year of podcasting and building a brand and getting to know our audience and really understanding their pain points and what they wanted before we actually monetized and launched our first product. But within that year and a half, um, we were able to go from having zero followers, no discernible brand, um, and creating something around us that really felt in alignment and really felt juicy and really spoke to our audience in a way that allowed us to make money right out of the gate. Like we launched our first program, made 10K. And from there, we were able to just continue to move from strength to strength because we had that solid base with each other. That's so incredible to me that you guys basically met because you had the same last name. And then it like it all transformed into a business, well, a podcast and then a business. That is absolutely like what an incredible story. <laughs> like I feel like a, not a lot of people have that, right? Well, I think the lesson there, and I just really condensed like four years into two minutes, right? So <laughs> I think that I think recognizing that so, there were a lot of hiccups along the way, there were a lot of challenges along the way. Like I mean, we we really did build something from absolutely nothing, and to build a multiple six figure business from nothing, it does take time. It does take mm. energy. It does require you to think outside the box. And so, you know, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I want to get there, you can get there 100%. You can turn whatever spark of an idea you have into a lucrative business. It does take time though sometimes. And I, you know, I hate that in this day and age, we want instant gratification. We want instant success. And sometimes, you know, there's always a backstory, right? And there's mm -hmm. always a journey to get where we want to go. And it's so satisfying when you get there, if you can have that patience. 
Ooh, so good. So is there one specific mindset shift that you'd like to share with the audience today that really made the biggest difference for you in that four-year journey? I think for us, and it really comes from like the origin of the name of our business, like Luscious Hustle. Um, we both came from backgrounds of very much like that masculine hustle, go, go, go mentality. And Betsy especially like lived in New York for more than a dozen years, worked in fashion, very fast paced, you know, pretty much operating on a 24 hour clock and made lots of money. And there was lots of prestige there, but was burnt out and feeling unfulfilled. And, you know, for us, it's like the hustle or the luscious comes first, then the hustle. So the luscious is it's your divine feminine. It's your intuitive inner knowing. It's your ability to to care for yourself and to make space and time for the things that that really light you up, that make you feel loved and cherished. That has to come first, and then the hustle can happen in within time. We call them containers, like within compartments of time. You can get the the hustle done, the masculine drive that actually gets the tasks done that need to be done in order for your business to move forward. But it's so often we see when someone starts a business and they're following a particular strategy or framework, and then it doesn't work, what they do is they double down on more hustle. They just push mm. harder. Well, yeah, and it, that will inevitably lead to burnout and it will inevitably lead you to feeling unfulfilled and to feeling like a failure. And really it's, you have to be digging into yourself, your own purpose and what lights you up first. That's the luscious. And then, then we can pair the right strategy with it. And that's often what happens with our clients is they come to us for the strategy and they're looking for, they're looking for direction. And really like there's a thousand different ways that you can make a hundred thousand dollars and not one of them is right or wrong. But the way you decide which one is right for you means that you have to get clear with your own purpose, your own mission, your message, the type of life that you want to live. And it's not a one size fits all. It really is going to be unique to each person. Oh, I love that so much because I really do believe like almost any strategy works if you stick with it, if you continue with it, if it feels aligned and good to you and you are willing to work at it consistently. So I think so often we're looking for like the one magic thing, the one magic pill that's going to like skyrocket things overnight. We're not going to have to do anything hard. We're not going to have to do anything uncomfortable. We just want it to work, right? We want to be on the other side. And what I love about what you're saying here is that it really is both. It really is tapping into what feels aligned to you, what feels like your purpose, what lights you up, what you get excited about, what you want to wake up and actually do during the day, more so than any strategy you could lay on top of that. Because ultimately, if you hate doing it, it's really, really hard to show up for those strategies. Oh, it's almost impossible to show up for those strategies. But I actually think where women are getting this wrong is that if it doesn't feel in alignment, then they just don't have to do it. And the, <laughs> the reality of it is when you're in business, yes, there are always going to be things that you have to do that you don't love to do. Like, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it's just, it's business. When you're first starting out and you have to do all the images and you have to edit your own podcast, like, I mean, if it's something that you really truly want, like, yeah, okay, get comfortable with it and then make a plan. How do you hire somebody in to do that stuff for you? A business has so many moving pieces that 
have to happen. So I think, you know, do you have to have a funnel to be successful? Absolutely not. We built a multiple six-figure business with no funnel. (laughs) Um, Do you have to run an online course? Absolutely not. You do not have to have an online course to be a successful six-figure business. So I think it's really getting clear on like, you know, what is the purpose behind why you're doing it? What really lights you up? And then building the structure around that that supports it. And no, yes, there are things that that are going to have to happen that you can hire somebody else out and do them for you. But in the beginning, like, I mean, that's what makes it so sweet when you get to the end, right? Like there is a little bit of sacrificing. There is a little bit of saying no or saying yes to things business related. I'm not talking about like personal life related. Stop saying things to yes in your personal life that you really don't want to do because that's not yeah. <laughs> anybody. Um, but in business, you know, we have to have this mindset shift around, yes, it's challenging. It can be hard. We do things that we don't necessarily love doing, but there's always a game plan on how to get out of that or how to shift it out. Um, and don't build a business around coaching if you hate coaching or don't build a business around freelancing if you don't like being a freelancer. You know, it's it's getting clear about what's working, what isn't, and what you love and what you don't. Totally. And I think that there's something to be said for that like larger purpose and that larger fulfillment piece in your work rather than, you know, you really just hate writing content, right? Or you really just hate um, having to uh, queue everything up for your newsletter list or something like that, right? Like, I think that there is this way in which it can feel really difficult to do those things in the beginning of your business simply because they're new, right? Simply because you are just learning how to do these pieces of your business that you just never had to show up for in that way before. So they feel uncomfortable. It feels like you're doing them wrong at the beginning. It feels like everything's just a little bit harder. But I think that when we talk about you know, experiencing more ease in your business, we're really talking about like those things that felt really hard in the beginning just start to click. Like you get into a practice with them and it's almost at the point in which you are fully practiced in them that you hand them off, right? Not saying you can't hand them off sooner, but just that the things that once felt so heavy and hard just kind of click in a whole new way, but it's sticking in it long enough to actually see that shift, I think. Oh, that's so good. I have two really clear examples for this, actually. So when we started the podcast, um, the first episode of our podcast, it was like an hour long episode. It took me almost nine hours to edit that first podcast episode. (laughs) Nine hours. I was like, perfectionism to the nth degree. Anyway, so for the first year, I, I have literally touched every single one of our episodes. We have over 300 episodes. So it used to take me, you know, it started at eight hours and it got down. I was really proud of myself when it was like six hours to edit a podcast. Um, now I can get a, an episode done, an hour long episode done in about 30 minutes. And then yes, it goes off to our podcast editor for like the final put together. But even if I had to do it myself, I could get an hour long episode done in less than an hour. That's that's mastery, right? And yes, we have a team now that handles like the posting and all the things, um, and that's exciting for for us. But you know, you can see how yeah, at the beginning it was really hard, and now it takes no time at all. The flip side of that, and the thing that we we once ran a Facebook ad. <laughs> Once, once upon a time, once upon a time, um, and actually, I spent ten minutes on it. I was like, "Yep, nope." And I hired my nephew who had just graduated from college, and I was like, "Okay, Jack, I need you to help me here." And he did all the storyboards and stuff like that. And we needed someone to manage it for us. It was something like 
nope, I'm not doing it. And we didn't get the return that we wanted. And then we decided like we weren't going to be the next, you know, whoever we were trying to emulate at the time. Um, and we went back to doing things in our own organic attraction marketing way. Um, but like, you know, Facebook ads, I will never, ever learn how to run a Facebook ad. I will hire someone to do it because to me, the return, because it's such a scientific thing and the algorithms are so specific, it's just not worth my time or energy. So I think it's, again, discerning like what is worth being mastered and what isn't. If there's people out there who are doing it at a high level who can get you results quicker, then hire them. There's, you know, that's, I think, important. Totally. And I think that it's it's almost as if you have to decide what the baseline for showing up in your business looks like. Like it sounds like for you guys, the podcast was a really fundamental element for building your audience. I mean, it sounds like you had the podcast before you even had the business. So for you, that was like a core piece. Whereas, Mm -hmm. I mean, you can layer on Facebook ads later, but most people aren't saying like Facebook ads were the core piece of my business from the start of it, right? I mean, I'm sure you can find some example of that somewhere, but I think that it really is about getting clear on those like foundational elements. How are we showing up in like a baseline way and mastering those things first before we layer other things on top of it? Because you're right, you can always hire someone for Facebook ads. You can always hire someone for Pinterest marketing. You can always hire someone for, you know, podcast pitching. You can always hire someone to do those extra pieces. But I think being really clear on what the the baseline looks like first, what are the key ways you are building your business from the start and showing up in those ways before you start piling on more stuff. Yeah, absolutely. The point about how you're showing up. That was a big piece for Betsy and I, because we did, you know, Betsy in particular and me, you know, actually over the last year, we've had some trauma, we've had stress, we've had struggle in our lives. And so how do you show up when you have shit going sideways in your personal life? Mm. How do you show up when you have to unpack Pandora's box of pain and trauma and start to sort through that, but then also still simultaneously build a really successful business. And, you know, so for us, like understanding how to do healing work, um, we actually have a methodology for using the moon and the lunar cycle to support our energy, our masculine and feminine energies. And, you know, those, that is really a big piece of our core work that we do for ourselves. And that has led to our success, but as well for our clients, it's like, there is no cut and dry formula for showing up when you feel like crap right? When you're doing that deeper inner work, there's, you know, it's, you have to just dig in and do the work. And that's honestly, that, that part of the coaching is what we get so excited about because that's where the real transformation happens. I know that this is a topic that I was so excited to dive into today with you guys, because I feel like not a lot of people actually talk about this. I feel like a lot of the messaging in the online space is very much focused on the business, very much focused on those number goals, very much focused on that growth. And I'm not saying that that isn't important because I fully believe that everyone can have the business that they want. But I think that we almost downplay the amount of personal development that happens in the creation of the business. So can you talk to me a little bit about how that kind of personal development has shown up for you guys as you've grown your business? Well, that's such a juicy question. Laura, do you want to take it? First of all, I will say this. So when when I first started out, I'm actually a pediatric nurse. That's how I started out. And I had a full-time permanent line pension benefits, the works. It would have been a lot easier, really, if I had just stuck with that. 
truly like building a business, stepping into, you know, taking this spark of an idea and actually turning it into something tangible. And then, you know, showing up every day and telling the world about this thing that you believe in and generating excitement and enthusiasm and building a community around it and building, you know, connections, building, um, you know, brand awareness, like that takes a lot of work. It takes tangible hours and time, but it also takes just a lot of fiery passion inside of your heart. And it takes, you have to be your own leader, right? Your friends and family will think you're nuts. Ours did (laughs) for years. They didn't really, it's funny, actually until coronavirus, when everyone else in the world started using Zoom for like their, you know, Friday night meetups and stuff. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think our friends and family, I don't know what they thought we did all day long at home. I think they thought we were watching Netflix or something like, no, we've, we've actually been working. Like we do lots of coaching calls and podcasts and zoom is, you know, an old trick for us. Um, but you know, you have to have that, that chutzpah or whatever to keep marching forward and to really walk out your purpose and your passion, because in the beginning, how you embody your purpose will feel quite small and it will feel difficult. And so you know, doing the personal development, I mean, it's kind of inevitable. If you're going to be successful in business, you're going to have to develop yourself. You're going to have to dig deep inside and look at the parts of yourself that are underdeveloped and weak and victim-like and, you know, lack scarcity mindset. And you have to unearth them and you have to sort through them and you have to evolve into the highest version of yourself. If you are going to be successful in business, it's easy. Well, I wouldn't say it's easy, but it's, it's doable to keep showing up at a job that you know, and just keep, you know, rinse and repeat doing the activities that need to be done for you to collect that paycheck. It's not fulfilling, but it's, it's more or less easy and straightforward. The entrepreneurial world is completely different. You are, if you're doing it well, you are in uncharted territory by default, because in my opinion, being an entrepreneur means you've identified a problem in the world that no one else has been able to solve and you're figuring out a way to solve it. So just right off the bat, you're in uncharted territory and you're always going to be outside your comfort zone a little bit. So it's like, what can you do to shore up yourself as a person? What will make you grittier and stronger and more adaptable? What will allow you to weather the storms um, that the former version of yourself just wouldn't be able to handle? So yeah, personal development is, it's the essence of being a successful entrepreneur, in my opinion. Oh, I so agree. (laughs) So good. Go ahead. Well, it's funny. I actually hadn't really, I appreciate this question because I haven't really thought about this before, but if I had known what I was stepping into, I don't know if I would have done it. Like Laura can tell you, I kicked and screamed my way into becoming a business coach. Like it didn't matter that all the signs were there. And it was like the only thing I talked about was how to build businesses online. I really had some massive limiting beliefs around being a coach, being a business coach in particular, because my first business when I was 24, it failed. And so for me, I was coming in with like a lot of baggage and a lot of limiting beliefs because just the experience. And it's so funny because I had always from a very young age said, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I want to be a CEO. Like that was my thing. Like I'm going to grow up and be a CEO. And like I had a VP job and I was ready to take over somebody else's company. And like, just seemed very easy, even though it was killing me. Mm. But it's so funny because when we started this business and when we, I mean, we had a podcast for a year. I'll be completely honest. We had a podcast for a year because I was not ready to become a business coach. Like if I, if I'm really truly honest with myself, which apparently I haven't been up until this exact moment, um, (laughs) I did not see 
the life that we have, that we've created that whole first year. And, you know, Laura was the one that really kept pushing and she was like, this is all we talk about. Like, we're only talking to entrepreneurs. Like, you're so good at this. We, you should be doing this. You should be digging into this. And so personal development always felt really hard at the beginning. Um, but it was something because we had a greater purpose, because we had something that was already in our lives. We had the podcast and then we had this idea for a course that we launched. And I think because it was always there, it made that personal development easier to do, right? Because then it was like, okay, well, what's stopping me from doing this? Oh, let's dig into that a little bit. And it wasn't, let me unpack the entire box and pick the heaviest thing up first and deal with it. It was kind of like, you know, you know how it is when you unpack a box, you got like bubble wrap at the top. And then you've got some like (laughs) those little foamy things that you're going to take out. And then you finally get to the good stuff, but you have to unwrap the box that it's in. And that's really what personal development is to me. It's like, you have this big box, you have to unpack it piece by piece. And some of it's light and some of it's quick and some of it's easy. And then there's other stuff that's a lot heavier that you have to dig a little bit deeper to get to. But there's, there's no rule that says you have to do it all at once. You don't have to be fixed nobody's broken in my mind, but like, if you're telling yourself the story, like, oh, I have to fix this first. No, no, you don't. You, you can do it both simultaneously and it actually makes it easier to do it simultaneously. Oh my gosh. I love that analogy about unpacking the box and especially the little foamy things, because Mm -hmm. in my experience, those little foamy things end up everywhere, right? And they're just like, you unpack the box and you're like, where did all these little foamy things come from? And like, why are they, why am I still finding them everywhere in my house? But I think that personal development is a little bit like that in that once you start to unpack some of those things, once you start to do that digging. Like, why can't I show up for the business in this way? Or why is it that I'm so afraid of hitting this goal? Or whatever that looks like specifically in your business, you start to see those things that are holding you back everywhere, right? Meaning you start to see the patterns, you start to see the trends, you start to see how these little limiting beliefs or how these little fears that you have actually aren't that little and how they're actually showing up in more than one place. So when you can start to heal that, when you can start to say, Um, I can just use myself for an example. Like I remember at the beginning of my coaching business, I was terrified that people did not want to talk to me, right? That was the story I was carrying with me. It was people don't want to talk to me. Well, let me tell you, it's really goddamn hard to grow a coaching business with the belief that people don't want to talk to you. But when I was able to really look at that and say like, okay, like where does that come from? And I make it sound like this happened overnight when I'm talking about it in this context. Believe me, this was not like a, oh, I just journaled it out and it was fine thing. It was like, oh, okay. It like doesn't feel safe to use my voice. It doesn't feel safe for me to like show up authentically in that way. And let me tell you that showed up in how easy it was for me to get on podcast interviews that showed up in how easily it was for me to build relationships in my business that showed up in how easily it was for me to say no to plans with a friend that I really didn't want to like do or show up for, right? There were all these instances where that one belief was showing up again and again and again. And when I was able to work on the healing of that, everything else became so much easier. So back to my little foamy bits thing, like that was the belief, but it was showing up so many other places. And that's how I knew that it was time to really dig into that and do some healing around that. Mm. That's so well said. And I think you're not alone in that. I think a lot of coaches struggle and women in particular finding our voices. And 
Yeah. I I love I love and respect anyone who thinks that we do a lot of like full moon releasing. And I love when people are like, but I released it last month. We got to go a little bit deeper now. And, and yeah, there's layers to all of it. Totally. When it comes to gaining visibility in your business and closing more sales, there can be so much fear lingering under the surface. And that fear may be holding you back from stepping into more results in a big way. That's why I absolutely love offering my free 30-minute sincere sales coaching calls so you can cultivate the mindset you need to stop letting fear run the show and start closing them with more ease than ever before. During this 30-minute call, you and I will get to the root of your biggest mindset challenge when it comes to selling and how you can shift it for more results. I only do a limited number of these each week, so be sure to grab a time that works for you at amandajoyceweber.com slash sincere sales. These calls are so much fun and people get incredible results from them. So you definitely don't want to miss this opportunity. So do you guys have any like specific examples of how this kind of personal healing and working with past traumas has shown up for you specifically? I know that we um, referenced a little bit about anxiety and panic attacks, but I would just love to hear what you guys have to say on those topics. Well, when we started the podcast, where do where do we begin this story, Betsy? I mean, <laughs> both of us have had Such anxiety. A question. Question. Such a loaded question. <laughs> you know, so when we first started the podcast, um, I did most of the social media. Well, I did almost all the social media, building our Instagram account and and whatnot. Peeps, she still does because I'm still weirdo. Do, yeah, but you know, so Betsy had a past trauma. She was raped when she was nineteen, um, and it was very horrific. And then that pain got packed up in a box and locked away for what, 15, 20 years. Yeah. And then she had to start to unpack that. And as she unpacked that, her her flashbacks, the PTSD was just overwhelming. And there was a lot, I mean, when we first started the podcast, she was having I, panic attacks almost on a daily basis. Like if you've never had anxiety or a panic attack, which I haven't had, I didn't have until this past year, um, I went through a, a phase of having that. It's overwhelming how that will energetically knock you out completely. You think you're going to get three things done to that day. You might get nothing done. And it often will last days. Um, It wreaks a lot of havoc on your body and your mind. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so, I mean, it was to the point where, you know, (laughs) like I would say to Betsy, like, I need to just give me a selfie. Like literally no one is going to believe that there's two of us on this Instagram account and there's (laughs) two of us in this brand because it's just pictures of me. But that was the level of her fear of not wanting to be seen. Like that is deep, deep trauma. So she had to do a lot of work on herself to step away from that fear, to acknowledge that story, acknowledge what happened. Because again, like she was raped and no one believed her. So there's an element there too. And, you know, and I have gone through a a pretty wild separation and divorce over the last year. And there was a lot of harassment and threats that I had to deal with. And that really spun me into a place of fear and, and not feeling safe. And then, you know, that manifested in anxiety and panic attacks. And, you know, really for us, it's, you know, Betsy, I always say, you know, we use the moon in our business. Betsy's actually been studying the moon since like 30 years, like since she was a child. And honestly, what she doesn't know about the moon is not worth knowing, but the moon has actually provided an inc- in the lunar cycles provided an incredible framework for us because there are eight phases. They um, flip flop back and forth between masculine and feminine. And there's a lot of um, healing that work that can be done in sync with that lunar cycle. 
And the other really important thing there that that relates back to, you know, the part of the conversation where we talked about, you know, hustle and pushing and burnout, mm. you know, the masculine men, the ma- you know, men with masculine energy operate on a 24-hour cycle, right? And our business world is operates on a 24-hour cycle. You get up, you work, you do your thing, you go home, you sleep, and then your body resets and you do it again and you do it again and you do it again. The feminine actually operates on a 28-day cycle. So we ebb and flow in our energy. We will have, you know, a two to four or five day stretch where we're really on fire and there's just lots of hustle energy there. And then we will flip into a phase where we have a different type of energy, a more flowy energy, more feminine. And a lot of women, I feel, well, we feel both that are trying to force themselves into the masculine framework trying to force their own energetics to work with a 24 hour cycle when we're really meant to work on a 28 day cycle. And so that was a big piece biologically and energetically why we adopted the lunar cycle. Then it also allowed us to work through some, some really deep healing and trauma. So initially Betsy started using the lunar cycle to help her deal with her PTSD, help her deal with daily panic attacks um, and having to be hospitalized even for them. And as she saw really incredible results unfold in a pretty short period of time, we just thought like, this is amazing. Why not apply it to our business? Like what if you could plan out your content? What if you could plan out a launch? What if you could plan out the energetics and the time of your business to line up with your own personal energy? And we just saw incredible results when we did that. I mean, we had been stuck. I want to say air quotes stuck, <laughs> you know, maybe like making 5k months. And then we immediately doubled within a single lunar cycle. And then we, you know, bumped up again um, to about like 15k months and then on and on and on. And it was really just about us having a framework that we could use that honored our masculine and feminine energy, that honored our ability and our need to set intentions, set goals, but then also release things, some do some deeper work, and then come into the receiving side of actually like opening up to receive the things that we want. And the great thing about a lunar cycle and about our own body energetics is that it's not a one and done thing, right? One lunar cycle builds on the next, builds on the next, builds on the next. So you're always creating this sort of upward propulsion, right? This positive feedback loop where you are ascending to stepping into being that boss, being that highest version of yourself that you imagine right now, that six-figure CEO or seven-figure CEO. And it doesn't happen in one single step. It happens in an evolution. And so that was really how we were able to you know, one, unbox some really dark shit that was stuck inside Mm. our souls. And then also pair that with like, how do we build a business? Because yeah, we do still want to make money. We want to make money. We want to be able to have the freedom to live the type of life that we want and not feel stuck in pain or not feel stuck in not having choices around how we live our lives. Ooh, okay. First, I I want to say- I know, a lot. I dumped a lot at you. (laughs) First, I want to say I'm just like so grateful to both of you for sharing your story. I think that these topics that you just brought up are things that are one, like not talked about frequently and to like, not super comfortable to talk about on a podcast. I know you guys have been podcasting for ages, but I just want to thank you. Like so grateful to you for sharing that and being really open with everyone listening about what you've been through, because I think that they're there are probably more similarities in your story and those listening than I think that greater society even acknowledges. So I just 
can't thank you enough for sharing with us. But I also want to talk about this whole lunar cycle thing because this is like so new to me. And this is kind of like the first, I mean, I think I've, I've heard like some things about using the lunar cycle in your business, but I am no in no way studied on this. And I think that probably a lot of the listeners have not really you know, had a chance to dive into this kind of methodology before either. So I'm just kind of thinking like crash course as far as what we need to know to start implementing this kind of thinking in our business. Like, what do you have to share with us? Like, how can we get started now? Oh, that's my favorite topic to talk about. I will I will try to cut this down as succinctly as possible. So the lunar cycle, the two phases that everybody knows for the most part is the full moon, right? So that's when the moon is shining super bright in the sky and you can see it. And then there's the new moon, which is the darkest moon. So you don't actually see anything in the sky. So the moon orbits the earth and it does not have a light source. Basically what you see in the sky is simply a reflection of the sun's light on the surface of the moon. And depending on where the earth is, that's how we get all the phases. So the way that the moon works, the lunar cycle works for women is that it is very closely tied to our own 28 day energy cycle. Laura talked about how the masculine world, men in particular, they run on a 24 day cycle. Women Mm -hmm. run on a 28 day cycle. And part of that is because the moon has its own gravitational pull, just like it pulls the tides. Um, it pulls our energy with us. So if the sun is masculine energy, right, gives us life and all the cool external things that we look for, the moon really rules our emotion. She's a cooler feminine energy all the time. And then how you introduce and how you use the moon in in your business is... I always like to say, start with new moons and full moons. So new moons are about sitting in the shadow. So there's nobody looking at you. And this was something that resonated really deeply with me because of my trauma. But you could Mm. sit in the darkness, nobody was looking at you, and you could actually like look at what was inside your box, right? Nobody was going to sit there in judgment of you. And what you do during a new moon is you set an intention for the lunar cycle. And so you, you, you sit there and you decide like, what is the thing that I want to bring into my life? And then how the lunar cycle supports that is we have waxing energy. So as the moon is moving towards the full moon, there's a building on the manifesting intention that you set for yourself. And then when you get to the full moon, you have the opportunity to look at what's not working in your life and release it. So A really great way to think of it is you're standing in a spotlight with the full moon and then it's casting a shadow behind you. And it's like, what's hiding in that shadow that you're ready to let go of? And then you release that. So it's no longer standing in your way in your business. And then you go into the waning side of the lunar cycle, which is the receiving side. So really every two weeks, you're given this opportunity to say, okay, this is what's working this is what I want to create. And then two weeks later, you're like, okay, well, this thing is still blocking me. Let's look at that for a second. And then you can release that consciously because you're co-creating, you're consciously setting an intention to release it. And then you go into that receiving cycle and the lunar cycle itself. I know I'm speaking very quickly. So if you have questions, just stop me. (laughs) Um, The thing about the lunar cycle that I always loved was that it, it's truly abundant. Like we always, it's a fact. There's always going to be another lunar cycle unless we get hit by an asteroid, right? So there's mm-hmm. always another opportunity for us to grow. There's always another opportunity for us to release. And, you know, just piggybacking on what Laura was saying with trauma, I introduced it into the business actually because of something that happened in business. And so 
when I was raped, yeah, I was 19. I was followed home from a party by a stranger who came into my house, tied me up and raped me and beat the crap out of me. And then nobody believed me, not even my mother, not even my best friends. Like everyone was like, no, 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 that's not real. That didn't happen. And I was like, yeah, okay. I have a broken tailbone, but that just magically appeared. Right. So there's like a lot of shame that happened Mm -hmm. when I was 19. So what did I do? Buried it in a box. I would have told you up until two years ago that that box had nothing to do with creating a business until I was speaking at an event. I had to go up at a mastermind retreat. Laura wasn't there yet and introduce myself in front of 30 women that I knew that I had been in a mastermind with for six months. And I, I stood up there and I introduced myself. I had a flashback because I have, I have PTSD diagnosed by a doctor. Mm-hmm. I had a flashback and an out-of-body experience of the, the guy who raped me, whose face I hadn't seen in years, holding my neck and choking me so I couldn't get the words out. And this was like a business event. And it was in that moment that I knew that my trauma was actually holding me back from showing up fully in business. And so when Laura talks about like how at the beginning of the business, like I couldn't take a selfie, I really couldn't because he had stalked me. He had watched me all night. Like I've always had a hard time taking pictures because of this. And then here Mm. I am stepping into the online space where people want to see you and know you and relate to you. And you're like hiding the side of yourself because you feel so broken and you feel so much shame around it. And it was one of those moments where I, you know, in sheer desperation, what did I do? I turned to the moon and I was like, you know what, this is something that has to be addressed. And I leaned in on the new moon and was like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to start digging into this. And we always think, or I I believe that women always think that the answer is in the strategy. And I actually mm-hmm. think that nine times out of 10, the answer is in your personal life. And so having a framework with the moon where we get to be gentle with ourselves and we get to come back to ourselves every couple of weeks and check in and do a self-check and do it with compassion and without like glaring eyes on us because, you know, we're afraid of the eyes that are watching us. Doing that, I think, is the most transformational work that you can do in your business because it allows you to open up in a way that you probably weren't thinking you had to open up. And so for me, I thought it was going to take like years to get over. Mm -hmm. And honestly, took like a couple months to really start identifying like these are my triggers because I didn't even know what my triggers were at that point. I had to identify Mm -hmm. my triggers. Then once I identified my triggers, I was like, okay, so how do we move through this? And then I realized that, you know, the psychological had rooted so deep in my emotional body that I had disconnected from my body like energetically. And then it was like, okay, now I got to heal coming back into my body. And PS, by the way, did this making hundreds of thousands of dollars in our business. What? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, so this is, so this is why I'm sharing this like sort of deeper layer to it because, you know, I easily could have used PTSD and my trauma as like an excuse or like something that held me back. But because I had the framework for the moon and with the moon, and because I had, I had a really set pattern of checking in with myself every couple of weeks, whether or not you use all the rest of the phases, it actually doesn't matter. It's like new moon, full moon is where you start. And Mm. it's amazing what can unfold if you just give yourself that permission to expand and open and feel and identify. And that's really where success lies in business, I think is like that identifying and releasing. And that's really what it is. New moon's identifying the thing you want and the full moon's releasing the thing that's not working, that's stopping you from getting it. So there was something you said in there that struck me. It was something along the the lines of, and forgive me if I get this wrong, but most people think that the answer lies in the business, but I believe that the answer lies in the personal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Can you just like say a little bit more about that? Because I really do believe that's true. But I think that's like the, I can see so many minds pushing back on that right now and being like that, that just can't be true. Like it's clearly like my business that needs help right now, not my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that we see that with, we've seen it with ourselves and we've seen it with so many of our clients, whether it's in our private coaching or we actually do have a program that teaches our, our moon methodology, but you know, it never fails. We'll have a client come to us with, you know, this is the idea. This is a thing I want to launch. I'm going to whatever. And we talk about the strategy and then whether they do it or not, it just isn't working. It's like they're banging their head against a wall. And when we can get them to <laughs> work with them, to dig into like, what is, what is actually standing in your way? Everyone wants to default and think that it's strategy because that's the masculine. That's the world we've been raised in. We've all been, as women, we've all been nurtured in a masculine society and we've been taught that, well, if something's not working, it's got to be external to you. So maybe your, your email funnel is broken, or maybe you need to do, have more followers on Instagram, or maybe you need to have a different launch sequence or like whatever, fill in the blank, right? We always want to default to that. But what if that's not it? Like, what if you tried all the things and you're still just not getting the clients? Maybe it's within you. Maybe there's something inside of you that is holding you back. And time and time again, it never fails that when we dig into that with our clients, like we had one client, she had this thing, she had this program she wanted to launch. It was kind of just kept fizzling. Like she would try it again and it would fizzle out and try again and it would fizzle out. And then as we dug deeper, there was actually a trauma around bullying from high school that had never been fully resolved. And there was actually an energetic link, like a cord between that event of trauma in her past and where how she was trying to show up in her business. And as soon as we healed that one piece, boom, the business took off. She had a whole bunch of signups all like, you know, inside of a couple of weeks. And we see this even with like our, we have a, we're running a current class of moon goddess right now. And you know, we just had a full moon. So people are stepping into doing their releasing and then we're going to fall, you know, fall into the next four phases of the lunar cycle. And already we have clients like, Oh my gosh, I just got a message. Someone DM'd me. They want to collaborate. Like, this is exactly the thing I was hoping for. I've been banging my head against a wall for months trying to make this, you know, attract the ideal client. And she just showed up. Yeah, of course she just showed up. Like, and I, I will say this too, Betsy's been working with the moon and studying the moon for decades. The moon mm. and the lunar cycle were new to me. And I come from a very, you know, core sciences. Like I have a, a bachelor's degree in biology and then I went into nursing and I worked in a you know pediatric hospital that's like a level three trauma center. And I was raised in that very like strategy. You know, if you can't prove it to me in hard science, like it's not real. Yeah. And yeah. I wanted to, I wanted to push against this, like, what is this woo personal development, you know, heal yourself crap. But you know, the proof is in the pudding because as soon as we started doing these things, it collapsed time. You know, like Betsy talked about, she thought it was going to take years for her to heal that trauma. And indeed, we know lots of people who have been through similar traumas to her and it does take them years. Most people actually get stuck in their traumas for years or even decades. And Mm. she was able to collapse time and heal herself within a couple of months. Like to go from having panic attacks on a daily basis to being able to talk about this very openly with a bunch of you know, the whole world on a podcast, like that's huge. Yeah. And it is, it's huge. And we've seen similar types of accelerations happen within our business. Like how is it that you go from 5k to 10k to 15k to 20k to 60k launches, boom, boom, boom in a succession really quickly. We didn't change the strategy. We were running the same programs. We were showing up in the same way every day on Instagram. What we changed is what we ha- was us. It was our own energetics. Mm. And that's what we see happening in our clients as well. And, 
you know, I will say this too, just to throw this in for those who are like, eh, still, I don't know. I mean, we as humans have been using the moon since the dawn of time, right? The farmer's almanac, that is all around the lunar cycle. The, the moon pulls the tides of the oceans. Um, Betsy actually is a gardener. She gardens by the moon. And she can tell you that she gets a better crop and a better harvest based on how she's planting it with the lunar phases. Um, true story. True story. I mean, <laughs> think back to uh, like pre-modern cultures where women would come together in the red tent, right? And have their menstrual cycle. And at that time, you know, the feminine cycle was really revered and worshipped by ancient cultures, men and women, because it was our capacity to bring forth life into the world, right? Our bodies mm. and our 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 cycles were, were very much honored and respected. There was a sense of responsibility there. And you can see this across all kinds of cultures, whether it's Native American cultures, African cultures, like the Middle East, all of our ancient cultures, that was there, that notion of our female connection to that, that feminine goddess of the moon, right? We were very much related. And we forgot that as, culturally as a society. We have let that go for so long. And now I think as we're stepping in, back into that, we're seeing a huge shift in our business and and we're seeing it happen for our clients as well. And so really, we just want to share it with more women because I think this is the missing link for a lot of women in business. I think this is where if you can tap into this. A lot of the struggle and a lot of the resistance that people are feeling is going to start to wash away. Mm, I love that so much. And I, again, just so grateful for both of you for sharing your story and really introducing us to this topic of how we can really use the moon in our business to accelerate that growth, both, both personally and professionally. So if people loved what they heard from you today, where can they find you? So you can go to www.luscioushustle.com. That is our website where you can find out about all our upcoming courses. Um, you can subscribe to iTunes on our podcast. That's all on there. Um, we're on all the places and spaces when it comes to the podcast. So like iHeartRadio, Stitcher, um, Spotify, iTunes, that's the Luscious Hustle podcast. And then the place that we hang out the most, and if you want to connect with us directly, uh, head on over to Instagram at luscious.hustle. Uh, we are in our DMs basically every day. It's usually Laura that responds every once in a while I pop in, but <laughs> I'm just being completely transparent. And uh, yeah, that's that's where we hang out on the daily. Awesome. And did you also mention that you have a lunar guide that people can download? Yes. So if you go to luscioushustle.com, right at the top, you can sign up for our newsletter and you get the free 2020 lunar guide. It gives you all the basics, everything you need to know about how to get started with the moon. It's pretty jazzy if I do say so myself. And then also, if you want to, like Laura mentioned, uh, we're going to be launching another round of Moon Goddess. And so you can find all that information and join the wait list by going to Luscious Hustle and then clicking on the Moon Goddess button. Amazing. Well, thank you so much to both of you for joining me today. Thank you so much for having us. This was awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for listening to One Simple Shift. Check out the show notes for this episode and all past episodes at amandajoyceweber.com slash one simple shift. If you're loving this podcast, do me a favor and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. These reviews truly mean the world to me, helping me to reach more people and have more impact. And as a special thanks, we'll reach out to everyone that leaves a review and you'll receive my absolutely free life and business changing future you meditation. This mindset exercise is the simplest, easiest way to tap into future you today and start being that woman now. 
I only wish I had a visualization exercise like this when I first started my business, and now it's available to all of you. Simply screenshot your review and email it to me at amanda at amandajoyceweber.com to receive your free meditation. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. My guests today are... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I do so people feel comfortable, guys. 